when you start to walk on that narrow path that belongs to the committed few and the obedient few, people like Ed and people like Brad and people like Andy Frisell are like, man, this dude's special. I like this guy. He's yeah. authentic. He does what he says he's going to do. I can trust him. I like the way, I, I like how he, he honors his wife, his children, his, his mother, his, his community. Who wouldn't want to be around that kind of person? Everything is possible. Hey. Just hustle. Hey. Just hustle. Hey. The Million Dollar Hustle Podcast, where we keep it real, a state entrepreneurship wisdom. Learn to think like a millionaire and hustle like you're broke. Here's your host, Billy the Kid, a.k.a. Billionaire. Everything is possible, just hustle, just hustle. Everything is possible, just hustle. Welcome to the Million Dollar Hustle Podcast, baby. It is your boy, Billy the Kid, a.k.a. BDK, a.k.a. Billionaire in this mug. Wow. <laughs> uh, that, that's literally all I can say. Um, you know, I don't think people realize how powerful it is to do these shows these recordings get on this mic uh, it's extremely powerful and especially when the guest gives you that vibe and it is a thing guys those of you who are listening uh it is a thing like energies are real vibes are real whether it's you know what like let's be grateful for having platforms nowadays where we can see each other and it's funny it's something we talked about today on uh part of the show was uh you know there was no facetime there was no any of that in the 90s and and uh so let, let's be grateful for that because this is what we're able to do nowadays right um shout out to carlos reyes man uh th this podcast like i cannot wait I i'm literally like trying to hurry up and do this intro so that way I can go and listen to it myself because there were so many gems in this uh, episode. I cannot wait for you guys to listen to it. Um, real quick, uh, I just want to give you guys a quick update of everything that's going on. Um, shout out to all the guys in the mastermind, uh, everybody in the mastermind. That thing is growing and, and these people are just killing it. They're becoming better people and uh, I can't wait to... You know, we're probably going to do some more testimonials for you guys to listen to every story. Um, but besides that, everything's going great. Uh, the the whole real estate thing, uh, we're looking at a few new properties. Um, you know, the the flips, uh, have we, we just put one out depending on when this show airs. Uh, we just put another one up. Uh, yesterday was back to back uh, from the other one that we just did. But, uh, you know, it, it's all part of... Uh, we talked about it heavily today is being authentic, being yourself and, and the rest guys just comes down and it's just amazing. Uh, but we're still looking. So anybody, uh, that is checking out the show, if there's any property that you want us to review or anything, please submit it to me. Um, also we're doing lending. So if it's for real estate, please reach out. Uh, I would love to partner with you, uh, on some real estate stuff. Uh, and we'll, we'll do the private lending. So please reach out. We're, we'll make things work. Uh, you know, we're, when you unite with people, there's a force to that. So uh, shout out to everybody that has already been doing that with us. And so again, if you're looking to uh, 
for some lending, private lending, please reach out. We're willing to partner up uh, on some real estate stuff. And then other than that, guys, don't forget, grab the power being uncomfortable. It is out everywhere. And don't forget the audio version. Again, um, people just remind me to uh, remind everybody I am a musician, so it is on Audible. So go listen to the audio version. And uh, I definitely did something different. If, if you're looking for that motivation to get you off the couch, listen to the audio version, guys. Uh, I'm telling you that right now. And follow me for my music, guys. Uh, Spotify, Pandora, Apple Music. I'm dropping a lot of Spanish stuff right now. Um, and just I'm just having fun, guys. Like that. That's the thing is uh, have fun with everything that you do. Truly fall in love with it. And it's it's not work. Like today, guys, it's a Saturday. Shout out to Carlos for doing it on a Saturday. And I was looking forward to it. Like we just came back from uh, my my youngest uh, soccer game. And then we, I came straight to just shoot this podcast. I've been looking forward to it. And it just doesn't feel like work when you do what you love. And, and I, I want you guys to really think of that, those of you who are listening. Um, but I think I am ready, guys. I, I can't wait for you guys to listen to this podcast. Uh, please make sure you guys subscribe to my channel. Uh, make sure you follow me on social media. Follow Carlos Reyes. This it's a life-changing show guys and we we have some uncomfortable conversations on this one just like you know we're gonna uh, bring out but carlos just like murdered this thing it was literally fire after fire so i'm excited make sure you guys subscribe give us that five-star review wherever it is that you listen to podcasts and with that being said guys let's go uh think like a millionaire and hustle like you're broke become that person first and with that being said here is carlos reyes Vamonos. welcome to the million dollar hustle podcast baby where you my friend are gonna learn to think like a millionaire and hustle like you're broke and guys when i say think like a millionaire it is not about the money we've said it before and i'm gonna keep saying it over and over and over again it is about the person that it takes to get to that point and today is literally the example of that. Uh, I can't wait. Like I, I've I've been looking forward to this for a while. And on the other line, I have Carlos Reyes. Man, how you doing, brother? What's up, brother? Uh, you know, I, I I love what you just said. I, I literally because so one thing that I want everybody that's listening to know. I wish I would have started doing this years and years and years ago. I journal. Right. I always, this is, I carry this thing everywhere, everywhere, brother. I carry it. It, it, it literally sits by my bed mm. because when you begin to become so clear, right. With everything that you have going on in your life and you get to reflect downloads will come at random times and you just got to be ready to put pen to the paper. Literally Billy podcast, seven figure earner question mark. Seven-figure earner, question mark, seven-figure person. Mm. You said something. You're, you're, you're absolutely right, brother. Um, everybody's so focused on becoming a seven-figure earner, right? But what people don't, don't understand and don't know is you got to become a seven-figure person. You got to become a seven-figure seven figure individual, a seven-figure human being before you can ever produce seven figures. You know what I mean? And even if you... There's a lot of people out there that will be able to produce seven figures, but if they don't become the right person, if they didn't become the right person to produce those seven figures, they're going to lose it quicker than they gained it. Wow. They won't keep it. 
They won't keep it. So I just want to start out by saying that you said something powerful. I'm like, all right, I'm putting, you know, putting pen to the paper and you're absolutely right, brother. Um, everybody, anybody that's listening, I just want everybody to know that it is possible. It is possible, right? Look at this. You, you know, this, this picture sits right here in my desk, right here. I will never, this is me. And this is my, my mother in Mexico. This is in Mosillo Sonora, right? The, I li this, li this picture sits right here, right at my desk all day, every day. You know what I mean? And, and anybody that's listening, I want everybody to know that it's possible to achieve your dreams in, in this life. And, and this is, this life is all you need. This time that you're given by God is all you need because what you got to do is you're going to have to, first and foremost, you're going to have, you're going to, the first step, bro, is to want something more than what you're getting in a healthy mm. way though, right? It's not about the Lambos and the Jets and the, and, and, and the watches and all, no, no. You got to want something more for you and you got to want something more for others, the people around you, right? Your family, your friends, whatever, but you got to want it for you first. That's the first thing. And that's why I always talk about this. I don't know if you ever heard me say this, uh, something that I learned from my mom and we're going to get into my story in a little bit, right? But something that I learned from this woman, just from watching this woman, right? As, 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 as a child, as her firstborn, as the oldest, right? is I learned these five things from my mother and I call it the my mom's five step success formula literally like my it's not it's not Tony Robbins it's it's not you know Grand Cardone no it's my mom's five step success formula right and when I talk about you got to want something for yourself more like you got to want a better life better than what you're getting well that's called vision right so step 1 is vision you got to have the vision. You got to see past today. You got to see past your current situation, right? Vision. Number two, commitment. Um, I think commitment, I think 90 to 95, 97% of people, they're just not committed. Mm. They're, they're not committed to themselves, right? They're not committed to their health, you know, mind, body, spirit. They're, they're not committed to what they want in life. They're not. They want it, but they don't really want it because if they really wanted it, they would be committed to it. Mm. You get what I'm saying? Seriously. They're not committed to their, you know, their, their jobs. Even when I was an employee, even when I was an employee uh, in corporate America, man, like I worked, I worked that job like, it, like I own the place. You get what I'm saying? My mom, bro, my mom, she was a dishwasher. Um, she was food prep, you know, at cafeterias. Man, my mom, like she, I was like, damn, like, is she the owner? Like she worked like she was the owner. You know what I'm saying? Wow. So commitment, commit to everything you got in your life right now. If you have a wife, commit to her. If you have a girlfriend that you've been with for 10 plus years, hello, commit, <laughs> right? Put a ring on it. Commit. We don't commit. Society mm. teaches us today that it's inconvenient to commit to anything. Wow. Really? Powerful. Woo. Really? So commitment's number two. Number three is sacrifice. I watched this woman, right, leave. Can you imagine? She left her children in Mexico. Can you imagine, brother? Do you have kids? Oh, yeah. Two girls, man. 
Can you imagine having to leave Man. your girls for two years? Mm-hmm. And by the way, this is the nineties. There's no social media. There's no, there's no FaceTime. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? There's no MySpace. There's no, right? I mean, even, I want to say even cell phones, uh, you know. There's we... no cell phones. <laughs> like home phones, maybe. It's just, you know. Man, yeah. So imagine being a mom and having to leave your two children that you carried for nine months. You know what I'm saying? Like, but she knew it. You know, she was committed to the vision she had for her children to have a better life than what we were getting. You see how mm. it all circles back around, mm-hmm. right? So she made the sacrifices, brother. She, um, as a as a single mom, because she she left my father in the city of Hermosillo because he was abusive. He was a drug addict. He was up to no good. He was doing coke. He was beating, you know, he was beating her physically. Mm-hmm. Left left him. Went down to Guaymas, Sonora, which is about an hour and a half from Hermosillo. Left us with our grandparents. She sacrificed herself, almost lost her life crossing over, right? Um, Worked the fields every day, sun up, sun down, sent money, you know, saved money. Then two years later came back and literally carried my brother, the way she's carrying me, carried my brother with her left hand and dragged me with her right hand across a sewer canal in San Isidro, California, which is next to TJ, Tijuana, right? Mm-hmm. Can you can you imagine? It's like the San Diego area, right? Going through a sewer canal. It's like, you know, the sewer canal, like it, go, it goes this way and then there's a sewer, mm-hmm. right? Literally going through the sewer canal. We get to San Diego, uh, Escondido. It's called Escondido. The little city's called Escondido. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you can only imagine, bro, like the sacrifices that she had to make to even get us there yeah right and you know it was hard for me as a as a little boy you know i'm a child i'm I'm a child at this point and i'm I'm going to sleep every single night putting a you know putting a um her you know her picture under my pillow and just crying so i had brother i had like abandonment issues fear Mm -hmm. anxiety like if you look at if you look at my finger here this finger here, it's a little bigger, like the 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 skin, right? The skin's a little bigger here, because as a little boy, I used to I used to just be so nervous. I didn't cut, my, I didn't, I didn't need my nails. I would just like chew on my finger, because I was just filled with fear and anxiety. Then can you imagine that, bro? Survival as a little child, I'm already in survival mm-hmm. mode, mm-hmm. because my mom's not, my mom's not here, bro. The mm-hmm. trauma that that caused, you know what I mean? So anyway. Uh, sacrifices, that's number three, that, you know, we're vision, commitment, sacrifice. Number four is work ethic. Like I told you, I've seen this woman, man, I've seen her work like a Chinese person, two, three jobs, two, three hour, in a 24 hour period, she would probably sleep two, three, maybe four hours on a good day Mm. just to put food on the table. Just to pay the hundred dollar electricity bill, you get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Wow, you know, the one hundred dollar electricity bill, yeah, the 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 the, the 350 dollars in rent we were paying on this little like this little shack, you know, and here in America, right? So, anyway, I saw her, you know, 
work her butt off, man, work ethic. And then number five, perseverance. Mm. She never gave up. She never gave up. She, ne I never saw her ever give up on anything. Wow. Anything. She never gave up. So these are things that I learned as a, a, as a man, as a son, I learned these things from just watching her hustle and watching her ambition and watching how strong wow. this woman was, you know? So and I want to say, Carlos, that is why I relate so much to your story, brother. Uh, I'm from El Salvador, literally three years. My mom left us the same way. So I just want to like give you your flowers, man, because uh, the first time I ever he like heard you speak, this was in New Jersey, I believe, uh, or no, it was with Flippin' and Jay, actually. Uh, I think Miami, Atlanta? actually. No. Shout out to Flippin' and Jay. Uh, that story like caught my attention. And at that time, brother, I was in a U.S. citizen. And I know. I remember. Thank God. Now, you know, fast forward three, four years later, I am. And literally that that's why I fell in love with your story, bro. And and I thank you for those five pointers, man. That That is like some fire already. We haven't even started, guys. Uh, and with that being said, Carlos, uh, can you real quick just give us obviously we, we definitely heard the beginning. How did you end up in Arizona? Well, brother, so that's a great question. Um, we were in Escondido, and like I told you, uh, it was just my mom, myself, my brother, and we 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 didn't do very well economically, right? I when I got to San Diego, um, I I attended the second grade, and it was funny because I didn't speak English, right, in the second grade, and um, there was people making fun of me, obviously, you know, wetback, you know, whatever you want to call it you know, uh, border hopper, you know, whatever. And, 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 and bro, the people that were making fun of me were my own people. They were Chicanos. They were Latinos mm -hmm. that were born in, in America. Mm -hmm. I, I had, I was like, what? <laughs> I'm like, right. I'm like, you look like me. Why are you making fun of me? Right. Mm -hmm. So anyway, in the second grade, um, you know, I, I got tired of being made fun of and cause I didn't speak English. So I, I personally, I don't even know the vision of God or whatever. But I, uh, I talked to one of my teachers in the second grade as a little boy. And I was like, Hey, I, I need to learn English. So then I start, I started staying after school, bro, um, for a ESL program. And then I learned English in the second grade. Well, the summer of the second grade in the third grade, right. We get, we, I start my third grade, my, I, I start the third grade. And by that point, bro, unfortunately we were, my mom had ran, ran out of funds and like we we were so broke um that i remember this one weekend we were literally living under a tree for one weekend we had we had we had a couch we had clothes under a tree and my mom said we we got to go back we we got to go back we we don't have money to get into any shelter we need a shelter you know we got to go back so then we go we go back we go back to mexico Right. One of her friends, his name was Jaime. He had like this little black uh, Nissan pickup and um, we, we throw whatever we could in the back. He's taking us to Tijuana where our family's going to meet us to take us back. Right. And at this point, by the way, you know, we already know the kind of judgment and the kind of criticism that we're going to receive from our family in Mexico mm -hmm. because everybody was telling my mom not to do it. Mm -hmm. Everybody was like, no, 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 no. What are you doing? No, you got kids. What are you, where are you going? No, I, I've seen what America looks like. I'm going to go make a better life for my kid. You know what I'm saying? They had never seen America. My mom had, right? So anyway, um, 
we're going back and, and I'm just crying, man. I'm just bawling in the back seat. And my mom just turns around and looks at me and says, hey, don't worry about it. We'll be back. We're not going to stay there too long. My mom was already, she's a visionary, bro. My mom was already thinking, we're going to regroup and we're going to bounce back. Mm. And she's already given me the game plan. She's like, I'm going to work the, uh, I'm going to work uh, cleaning the resort rooms in San Carlos. Um, you're going to find, bro, at this point, I'm like nine, 10 years old. She's like, you're going to find whatever job you can find. And we're going to put our money together. And uh, I got friends in Phoenix that said that it's much, it's much more economical, much more affordable in Phoenix. So bro, for like mm. another year, you know, I'm bagging groceries. I don't know if you've ever seen the, the, the ID of me as a voluntary mm -hmm. grocery bagger. Yeah. Right. So I'm bagging groceries and I'm at this point, remember, I now speak a little English. I speak, I speak some English. Well, this, this retail company, I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to pull it up. Mm -hmm. This, this, this retail store, it's kind of like a Walmart, right? It's called La Ley. You heard of La mm -hmm. Ley? Mm -hmm. uh, no, right? uh, the name. Yeah, but no. Yeah. La Ley. So this little, re this little retail store, you know, there's a lot of Americans because uh, in this retail store, it's right. It's like about 15, 20 minutes away from the resort, which is San Carlos, where my mom's cleaning hotel rooms. Bro, how funny it is. We used to take the same bus, right? I used to get off and she used to drive. She used to still be on that bus for another 15, 20 minutes that like her and I were going to work when I was nine years old. Mm. How, how, how crazy is that? Right? Seriously. So, so <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Look, this is me. This is my grocery bagger. Look at this. Empacador voluntario. Look at that. Wow. That was me <laughs> being a little girl. Look at that. Look at that little boy bagging groceries already. <laughs> I was already wow. bagging groceries, right? So we put the game plan together, bro. And, and my mom's, uh, she's earning about $30 a, uh, $30 a week. Um, I'm earning about $10, $10, $12 a day. Because I'm, bro, man, I, I actually, I now remember, man, how how amazing, like how accomplished I felt. And that's why I've always liked to work because I remember just like, you know, the, the bread's coming in, right? We got the bread separate. You know what I'm saying? Eggs could go on top. I'm sorry. Bread can go on top of the eggs, right? We got the gallon of milk coming in, double bag that. You see, like, I still remember all this, mm -hmm. you know? You know, groceries are bagged by themselves. Anything that can get squished gets bagged by itself. And then I would like, you know, I got this little apron, got this little hat. Boom, put it in the cart, take it to the trunk, put it away nicely, just, you know, nicely, like almost Tetris style. And then boom, tip time, baby. You know what I'm saying? Dollar, two dollar. So I was making more money at nine years old than my mom was making. Mm. And we put our money together and we sent her on a bus to Phoenix, Arizona. She got amnesty. So she got she got paperwork through working the fields in Cali, California. Okay. So she came, she came over to Phoenix legally the second time. Legally, right? Uh. And and this time here goes another like year and a half, man, because um I remember I attended the second part of the third grade in Guaymas, the fourth grade, the fifth grade, the sixth grade. So that was about two years actually, right? So I attended four more grades in in, uh, in Mexico. And then in the seventh grade, the summer of between the sixth and the seventh grade, my mom's like, all right, we're going to do this right. You're coming first. I'm going first. I'm the oldest, right? She needs me. You're coming first. Uh, and then she leaves my, my brother, uh, down there and she's like, all right, here, we let's go. You know, brings me up to Nogales, Sonora, which is the border of Nogales and Arizona. And then she pays this dude, right. She's like, she put $25, bro, right. Great investment. 
I talked about that on stage. I'm like, that's mm-hmm. the best investment mom ever made, 25 bucks. Talk about 1 million <laughs> ROI, right? Return on investment. So, um, man, that's, that's, that's funny. It's like, she really did. Seriously. Like, that was the best investment she ever made. And you know, it's so, so funny that you say that, Carlos, because I, I feel like people get so caught up in what they want, right? Like they want everything now. And, and, uh, I feel like you just described what patience is. It's like the one moment that can change your life. And it could be five years from now, 10 years later, you're going to be like, Whoa, you know what? That it was that moment. And I feel like we all have those moments. So I love that. Keep preaching, bro. That, Thank you, brother. She, she paid this dude 25 bucks. He, he was a coyote. Uh, for people that know what a coyote is, he's a human smuggler. <laughs> he smuggles mm-hmm. people into the country. And, uh, you know, it's like, hey, son, uh, remember, I'm, I'm, I'm about to be in the seventh grade, so I'm a little older now, probably 12, 13, around there. And she's like, hey, you need to listen to this man. You know, when he tells you to to run, you run. When he tells you to hide, when he tells you to duck, when he tells you to crawl, when he tells you to jump, you jump. He's going to he's gonna take you th- through this fence, and we're going to meet at the McDonald's in, in Nogales, and then we're going to put you in, in, a, in a shuttle with me, and we're going up. So sure thing, bro. She crosses and then I follow this dude. It's literally just me and him. It, it, there's not like, he doesn't have like a whole pack, right? It's just me and him. Cause he's probably doing this all day. He's just one at a time. Just wow, wow, wow. And 25 bucks back in like 97 was, was a pretty good amount of money. If you, you know, it was good. Mm-hmm. So anyway, it, it was probably like, I, I'm going to Google that when we get off is like, cause inflation, right? Like right now we're at a 6.5% <laughs> around there inflation. So what was $25 in 1997? Seriously. Right. Also, it's probably yeah. a couple grand. Right. So, yeah. Anyway, um, sure thing, man, gets me through this little hole in the fence. I mean, my mom, we come up to Phoenix. She starts my paperwork process in 97. And uh, it was a long, long, expensive and extensive process. You know, right. Jesus Christ, bro. Like, bro, like work permit, uh, residence. Then five, six years later, you know, citizenship and you got to walk the fine line or. You know, no DUIs, no felonies, no missing nothing. You got to be a product. You got to be the most productive member of society if you want this. If you want this, this paperwork, right? Yeah. So, um, that that's that's how we got to Phoenix, man. And um, sure thing, bro. You know, uh, got to Phoenix, and man, I I started um, just same thing, following her footsteps. You know, working my butt off. Her and I worked together. Bro, I was 13, 14 years old. I was already at job sites, you know, between the seventh and the eighth grade summer, I was already, um, um, at these, 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 uh, these people, these investors, investors, I was, I was, cause I was always kind of a bigger kid, right. Mm-hmm. At that age, I was, I already looked like almost like a man. Like I was, I looked like I was in my early twenties, maybe. Right. And these investors, you know, I'm working for these investors and all I'm doing is I'm carrying a wheelbarrow. They're renovating houses, bro. You see that you connect the, the, mm-hmm. right? I, I became a house flipper, right? So they're renovating these houses. I'm just going around in a wheelbarrow and I'm just cleaning up and I'm throwing and I'm cleaning up and I'm throwing. I did that the entire summer between the seventh and the eighth grade. And and that was like my first job here in America and I was getting paid cash, right? And um, and that's how I bought my shoes and I bought my uniforms for school. Like I was already, bro, at that age, you know, seventh, eighth grade, man, I was already making my own money and I have been making my own money since that age, bro. I never wow. stopped working here in America since that time. Wow. And, um, you know, bro, I, I, once I got my paperwork and everything, I started working in, in corporate America and 
you know, I had all this ambition. I had all this drive. I had this like natural energy and leadership and I love people and people love me. So I worked my way up very easily through the, you know, corporate ladder. And then, you know, I got, I, I got away from being me. I got away from that immigrant mentality that I had that the, you know, the inconvenience, right. The mm. uncomfortability, I became very comfortable here in America. And I felt, I felt to comfortability here for about 10 years. And one day I was up for a position that was going to pay me my first ever six figure a year earnings. Right. And I'm up for this position and they, they politically screwed me over. And then that led me to like depression. And I literally locked myself in a room for like two weeks. And I was just so depressed and so down because I had worked with this company for over a decade. And I'm like, okay, this is it. I'm next in line. And politically, they just gave it to a guy. Like I was ranked number one for that job. They gave it to a guy that was ranked 17th. It was just political. They were wow. just like, nah, uh, you're a threat. Uh, I I'm, I'm threatened by you. I'm going to give it to the person that I'm not threatened by. Mm. All good. Wow. Because you know what that did? This was about 2012, 2013. You know what that did? Mm-hmm. It's, I went through this, like, like God broke me. I went through this depression of two weeks and my mind just, it just all came back. I'm like, that's it. I'm going to go do something for myself. Wow. I'm going to go do something for myself. And that's when I started real estate wholesaling back in 13. Man, and, uh, which, uh, I love the picture that you share every time, bro, with, uh, it's you with the all your signs. handwritten signs. Yep. Yes, sir. That's how, that's how, <laughs> that, that's a classic right there, brother. <laughs> bro, that, that, that's that's how my journey started, my brother. And I'll, and I'll find it for you. But oh, there it is. Check it out. Amazing. <laughs> that's that how my journey started, time. my brother. That that's that's how my journey guys. started. And, and and now we got like now we got all this right. Look at this is my home office. Look at this. Love it. You know, this wow. is my this is my home office. Bro, my home office is probably as big as like the, the houses apartment. that we used to live yeah. in. You know what I mean? Yeah, for, wow. for real. For real. Seriously, what real. Carlos? What do you think? Uh, because I've I've read this before, and you know, there's also studies that show that immigrants are bound to even do bigger things sometimes. Uh, what do you yep. think? What What is the mindset behind that? Why? What's the psychology like? Why? I think I know why, but uh, what what's your point of view on that? You know, remember when I told you I keep my journal everywhere? Mm -hmm. Look, look what I'm writing down. My home office is bigger than any <laughs> any space. I love that. Any space we lived in growing up. Wow, seriously. You know, and it's I, funny. It reminds good. me of like the the times me, my mom, and my sister used to live in one bedroom. And then we rented or we had another family living in the second uh, bedroom and another family in the living room just so mm -hmm. we could afford it in uh, California, actually. So, man, that actually that, that's very powerful, Carlos. I'm writing that down, too. <laughs> uh, uh, that's why, bro. Are you are you keeping a journal next to you all the time? Now? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That literally every time you better be going through <laughs> those journals pretty easy. I'm I'm. I'm going through my journals. Like my wife just got me this journal. Literally, check it out. On 219, 219.23, she says, husband, look at right here. She wrote it. She says, husband, you are the most amazing human ever. I love you beyond words. And then it says your mm -hmm. wife. 219. I, I literally just got this journal six days ago. 
Wow. Because I go through journals like, you know yes. what I'm saying? So the the immigrant That's mentality. Amazing. Thank you, brother. The immigrant mentality, bro, is it's a it's a mindset of endurance. It's a mindset of overcoming. It's a mindset of dreaming. It's a mindset of pain and mm -hmm. wanting the complete opposite. Like you, you, you're born on one side of the spectrum, right? And, and you're, you're poor, you're dirt. Like when I say dirt, you're dirt poor. Most immigrants are dirt poor, right? You're born on this side and, and, and you see this whole other side. First of all, most immigrants don't even know this side exists, mm -hmm. right? So that's the first thing. It's like, being aware of it, being conscious of it. Yo, we'll be right back to this great episode of the Million Dollar Hustle podcast. Before we continue, I want you to go grab a copy of my book, The Power of Being Uncomfortable. It is out on Amazon. It is out on Barnes & Noble, Walmart.com, Target.com, and everywhere else books are available. The great news, guys, is you could go to BillyTheKid.com and grab an autographed copy. That is right. I'm going to mail you an autographed copy right now. Audiobook is also available on Audible, and everywhere else audiobooks are available. So go listen to it. Go grab yourself an autographed copy, and I'll see you on the other side, baby. And now back to this great episode of the Million Dollar Hustle Podcast. So being aware of it, being conscious of it. All right. And most immigrants, it's it's normal. It's this world that we live in, this dirt poverty, it's normal. And 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 and, and most immigrants, even though they're poor, a lot of people are happy. Mm -hmm. Ignorance is bliss, right? When you don't know, you know, you don't know. Sometimes it's better, you're better off not knowing. But when you mm -hmm. do, when someone does show you, right, some, not all, some immigrants will say, wow, that that really exists. And we've already been through so much, right? Our, 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 our risk for pain, I'm sorry, our tolerance for pain, our tolerance for risk is so high. Bro, we have such an advantage over every other human being that has known comfortability, that has known convenience, right? That has had support, that has had love. Think about it, bro. You throw me in the wilds, and you throw somebody that grew up in 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 a sheltered, convenient, right, supportive home. You throw us both in the wild. Who do you think is gonna survive, right? Mm -hmm. That's where that that's that's the immigrants' edge right there, bro. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm wow. write that down too, man. That that's uh, whew, I'm feeling that right there, brother. Uh with all the pain, Carlos. Uh, like. Because I, I here's the thing. I feel like most people don't even know trauma is a thing. Or uh, let's be honest, most men think that uh, it's nothing, right? Like, no, we're men, right? Like, we're we're not supposed to feel things. And uh, you know, you don't. You're not gonna get financially or or anywhere if you don't fix that. And I know you have been huge about that. Uh, and and just hearing the story of you coming to America, I mean, but there's so many chapters of your life where. It was nothing but trauma, right? Like, and so how have you healed from that? Uh, what what are some stuff, some steps that you've taken and and now to because uh we talked about it over the phone too, man. Uh, and I just want to give you your flowers. Like, there's this, 
uh not that you weren't shining before you've been doing your thing but the last year or two like you've had this other shine that you could tell you're on this next path now you're on this next journey uh Thank so you, so how does somebody heal from all that you, you're gonna have to remember what i said i said you want to be a seven-figure earner you got to be a seven-figure person you want to be an eight-figure earner i'm already praise god i'm already an eight-figure producer eight-figure you know what i'm saying I'm not an eight-figure earner, but I'm an eight-figure producer. My my organization, because I have an organization that has subsidiaries, has 12 other companies that it owns and operates, all of them, or most of them, I would say, are, are multi, multiple seven-figure companies, right? So my parent company, which is All In, All In Nation, is the umbrella to all these other companies and all these other companies, medical, softwares, private equity, um, BPO company, real estate company. Right. So we're already a figure producers. And this year we're actually shooting for one hundred million dollars in generated revenue for the organization. Ooh, that's that's what we're shooting for. Right. If we don't hit it, we don't hit it. But guess what? If I fall short and I fall and I and, and our organization produces 70 million dollars, I'm not I'm not going to be crying. <laughs> and you know what I'm saying? Right. Love so, it. So you, you got to be. You got to be a seven-figure person before you're a seven-figure earner. You got to evolve and grow and mature as an as as to be become an eight-figure earner. You got to become and evolve it to uh, being an eight-figure person. Now, you want to be a nine-figure person? Well, guess what? Right? It's going to take double the work that it took you to get to those first two breaking points. Mm. So that's what people need to understand. Take care of this and take care of this. And take care of this mind, body, and spirit. Take care of this right here, your body, your mind, your spirit. Being able to produce and attract those relationships, the clarity to have the visions that will create opportunities, right? Most people are so filled with junk, distractions, pain, trauma, that was me, right? That was the initial question is, how did you, well, you know, brother, in 2019, it's it's funny you say that. In 2019, we were already producing, you know, 10, $12 million a year in like revenue. And most people like, they would be happy about that on the revenue side. But on the physical side, I, I weighed 280 pounds. I had... I was not, I was not a, a, I was a good, I was good. I was a good father, but I wasn't a present dad. Mm. There's a difference. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. I provide mm -hmm. clothes, shelter, food, not, you know, Cadillac Escalade to be for them to feel safe in all that big home. That doesn't, that doesn't matter. Mm. Right. So I was a, I was a, I was, I was a, I was a good father, but I wasn't a present dad. I was a, I was a good husband. I was not cheating on my wife. I was providing. But I wasn't a present uh, soulmate, significant other, you know what I mean? Other mm -hmm. half. I, I wasn't. And my girls, my wife and my children, my two girls that I have, I have a 10-year-old daughter and a four-year-old daughter and my wife, they would constantly try to show me love and I just couldn't feel it. There was this huge like, this block, right? I just mm. couldn't feel it. And in 2019, I'm like, man, I started asking this question. How come I, how come I'm not happy? Right? How come I'm miserable? How come I can't feel their love? 
Is this it? I have money now. I have a Rolls Royce. I have a million dollar property. I have everything. Like I have watches and stupidity that like I have everything. Like, why am I, why am I miserable? Why am I 280 pounds? Why, why am I numbing my pain through alcohol and, and food? Mm. Why, why? I started just asking, right? So that's the first thing is start asking questions because wow. the mind directs its focus to questions. Why do I feel this way? So then what I started doing, bro, I have a, uh, an addict, I have like an addicted, addicted personality mm -hmm. or addictive personality, uh, an obsessive personality. Once I started asking those questions, I just started. And then I started hiring mentors. I was paying 10, $15,000 a month, you know, and just like uh, my spiritual mentor, personal development mentors, because I'm like, what, 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 you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, and, and I started, you know, paying hundreds of thousands of dollars to, to mentors, which I, bro, I don't regret $1. Mm. And I started, I started doing the work. I started investing mm -hmm. into myself, into my personal development journey, you know, and I started reading books, books like, um, this, uh, hidden messages in water, you know, hidden messages in water, which which talks about our thoughts and how we're water and water has memory. So we have to be conscious of the thoughts and the words and the emotions. You see what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. I started going down this, this path, right? I started just reading, you know, uh, this is my favorite book of all time here. Secrets of the millionaire would, mind. And it's funny. I was just going to ask you that Carlos, uh, one of the, it's funny. We, I usually do this at the beginning, but we've been spinning so much fire out. What is one book that has that changed, my changed your whole life? So why that book, Carlos? Brother, this changes, man. I, I think this book is going to be one of the, one of those timeless books, bro, that just goes on forever. Like it teaches you exactly how rich people think and what rich people do. Mm. You, it teaches you habits. Rich people play the game to win. Poor people play the game to not lose scarcity. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Like, these are like these wealth files. Uh, look at this. Uh, I highlighted this. What I modeled, what I modeled around money was their way. I choose my way. Touch your head and say, "I have a millionaire mind." So it's like declaration, affirmations. Like mm -hmm. this is, you know, it, bro. Are you kidding me? Like this is, Man. this is my. Look at this. Just highlights highlights. this. Highlights and highlights. You know what, brother? I'm gonna try to. I this 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 book has changed my life forever. And, and don't get me wrong, I bro. Atomic Habits, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. This this book is woof. You know what I mean? Like I, I uh, Power versus Force, um, Think and Grow Rich. You know what I'm saying? Uh, That's the one I was just gonna show you. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> bro, brother. Oh my god! L last year, uh, let me show you something. Let me show you something, bro. Mm -hmm. You're gonna appreciate this. Let me go into my Kindle. This is my Kindle app right now. I'm buying. I'm actually reading a book called Buy Back Your Time by Ooh. one of my personal friends. It's funny, bro. Now the authors are my friends. <laughs> it's funny. Uh, shout out to VCG, one of my uh, members of the mastermind. He always says, I used to hang with crooks. Now I have I hang with people that write books. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Bro, yeah, like this guy, Dan Martell. I love this human being. 
And this is one of the best books out there right now. It's called Buy Back Your Time. Bro, I'm telling you, this is the best book I've read in probably the last six to 12 months. Watch this. And look at look how many books I read last year. Watch this. If you go to your insights, what's just reading insights? Mm -hmm. So I've read, last year, I read 32, 32 books, 32 titles wow. read. Last year, I read 32 books. I'm telling you, bro, get this book, Buy Back Your Time by my, my, my good friend, Dan Martell. Got it. Bro, I'm like, I'm blown away by this dude's book. It's one of those Man. books. It's one of those books. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah, man. Uh, you went through this journey then and, and, uh, it, yeah, this, this it, personal it, development journey yeah. to start healing, um, what this internal pain is a certain internal trauma that just was no matter how rich I ever got or how it, it was just never go going to allow me to be, to be happy. Mm -hmm. It was never going to allow me to feel joy. You know, I, Brother, I became I became a multimillionaire off of pride, ego, drive, pain, trauma, scarcity. Uh, think about that. Seriously. Which is what everybody has going on right now. So you can become a multimillionaire being all messed up. You can, but you won't stay there. And you won't grow. You see, you won't stay there and you will not grow. Wow. I needed to heal all that. That's cool. Yeah. I, you know, I, I, I force power versus force. I force my way to become a multimillionaire. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. if, if I truly wanted what, like the best things that this life has and the best things that life, this life has is not money, bro. There is no amount of money at this point that you can give me that will change my life. Mm. I'm, I'm already there. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, there's no, like I sold my Rolls Royce. I don't need it. I got a, a Porsche Taycan turbo. It's a, it's a, a electric car now. Right. Um, and it, it's funny. It, it reminds you of that saying, uh, what is it? Rich is, uh, loud wealth is, uh, I'm chilling, I, bro. <laughs> but you know what I am doing? Right? Like you said, you know what I am doing? I'm buying companies now. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I saw that you posted about that, uh, and it, it even to a, a whole other lower level of there's so many people that are buying chains, right? They're buying all this BS, and it's the same amount of money that you can use to buy something simple like life insurance, right? Like, don't make excuses. Anybody listening, like, enough with the excuses. Listen to this man. Like, he literally had it all, and he's like, you know what? Yeah, this has this means nothing because we're building wealth. And, and it's funny, even the million dollar hustle, I'm trying to teach the people that haven't gotten to that milestone. Uh, and even, you know what, Carlos, as we both know, even making 50,000 could be something for something major for somebody out there, a hundred thousand. Uh, so, so that, that's what this is all about, guys. Those of you who are listening and, uh, again, instead of buying those brand new Jordans or, or all that BS, buy the next investment. It could be as simple as getting life insurance. Like it doesn't have to be this massive thing. And with patience, Carlos, I, I want to hear a little more about that because uh, it, it's something that I get asked a lot myself, uh, you know, doing what I'm doing now, mastermind coaching and stuff. And in general, what that's one of the, whenever I do coffee meets or anything, what do people need to realize with patience? Because it, it's patience is success to me. Because it, in my mind, Carlos, I'm already... 
in this other level, you feel the same way. But I feel like once you acquire some kind of success is when you start feeling like, what? I can do this. And God willing, everything will come at the end. You mentioned attract in there, which is a huge. Uh, it's so funny. I don't focus on like, OK, what's my next thing I got to do? No. I every all my schedules around, for example, in the morning, I'm working on myself like there. I, I put it on do not disturb. I'm just like in my zone. And sometimes it, whether it's my construction company, the, the investments, like whatever it is that I got going on. Hey, sorry, I'm not taking a call until 9 a.m. You know, that's when yeah. I start my day, maybe 10 at some, you know, some days. So how important does that coordinate with everything? Because you're the perfect example of that. I'm a, I'm, I'm a very routine driven individual, right? And we'll, we'll get into routine, but let's talk about patience. You know, what's funny, bro. I'm not a patient person. I don't like to wait in lines. Ask my wife, but you know what, when it comes to business, right. And when it comes to people I love, I'm, I am, I am the most patient individual, but when it comes to anything else, I'm like, I'm not patient. Wow. I'm not ask my wife, right? But when it comes to my daughters, but when it comes to building my businesses, bro, right? Like uh, yesterday, I hired my second C-suite executive. So what people don't understand what C what the C-suite level is, right? COO, Chief Operating Officer, CEO, Chief Executive Officer, uh, CTO, Chief Technical Officer, CMO, Chief Marketing Officer, right? You see what I'm saying? Like that's the oh, highest man. level of employ employees that you're ever going to be able to hire. These people make multiple six figures a year in your company, in your organization. Mm -hmm. And I just hired my second one. The guy that I hired, Peter, uh, Peter Bergreen, uh, Bergreen, he took a company in Seattle. It was a nationwide company. Um, uh, it was called crown distribution. He took a company from $24 million uh, in ARR, which is uh, annual recurring revenue to 150 million dollars wow brother this guy was this this guy became ceo of that company in 1997 when i was coming into this country mm. and now he works wow. with me and now he works with me wow <laughs> and now he works with me Jeez. how powerful is that seriously so i had to be patient right it's been 10 years for me 10 years of of grinding. And I've gone through, you know, I've gone through highs. I've gone through lows. My business, you know, these things are called business breaking points, right? Like my, my, my business has looked different. Like you, your business breaking points from zero to 5 million are going to look different from five to 15 million. And then from 15 million to 40 to 50 is going to look different. And then from 50, but the beautiful part is the hardest, the hardest breaking point is from zero to 5 million. Hmm. I got, Bro, it took me, let's see, 15, four, four years to get from, to get to, uh, from zero to five. And then it took me two years to get to from five to 15. Wow. Half the time, half the time. So now you see, you see, how it, why does yeah. it get faster, right? Zero to five, it took me twice as long than it took me to get from five to 15 mil. Mm-hmm. Because now, right, you're developing systems, automation, people, mm. and all every right. Like, look, look, it's funny. I was doing a for the four business quadrants: marketing, mm -hmm. sales. In my opinion, these are the first two more important things in order for your business to start, be, you know, gaining some capital, some cash flow. 
Then you start to you know put your 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 operations department, your finance department. Right. It's funny. I just had this laying around here. Right. Right. Like literally, I was. I don't know <laughs> what I crazy. was doing. I had a Zoom call maybe with someone, but mm -hmm. um, you really start to scale very fast. But you got to be patient. You got to be patient. You got to be patient. What you do right now, you might not see it until like three, six months, nine months, 12 months down the line in your business. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You got to be patient and you got to have faith. Mm. You got to have faith. Most people don't have enough faith. Therefore, they grow impatient and then therefore they quit. Mm. Mm. Wow. Preach, brother. Jesus. Uh, I, Bro, the look at this cup. It warms my coffee. This look, you see, look at this. <laughs> That's amazing. Up. Like this cup warms it. I got cup. I got mugs Talk that about... warm the coffee up now, bro. <laughs> Talk about coming up, brother. Jesus, I'm coming up, man. You know From a shack to that, Jesus. Exactly, bro. Amen, Praise man. God, man. Uh, Praise God. Um. Uh, so, you hang out with some great people, and you've done that on purpose. Which uh, it's almost like a two-part question. Uh. Basically, which we'll talk about the next one is you're big on kind of on social media. One of my favorite things is you talk a lot about basically, hey, like with people like, hey, if I agree you, I agree you. And then people there's jealousy, hate, which we'll touch on that. But the other part of it is the amazing people you're hanging out with nowadays. Uh, what is the best piece of advice that you've ever received from somebody above you? I love that. You know, it's funny, bro. You want to, you want to see some some funny stuff? Mm -hmm. You'll love this. Check it out. Bro, my man, like literally, Ed, my, Ed my let saying, love you. <laughs> watch, watch this. Look at this. Look at this. Me and Brad Lee going back and forth. Right? Wow. You, you see, like, I think, I think what people like them appreciate, bro, they appreciate my personal internal power, right? Um, some of the best advice that I've ever received is guard your reputation with your life. Wow. Think about that, right? What does your reputation consist of? Your reputation consists of your, your morals, your integrity, your core values, your principles, your word you want to know my mm. you want to know we here i call this my, my family i call it the reyes clan right the right it's like the reyes clan right now i'm the clan leader my daughter my 10 year old thinks she's the clan leader but i'm the i'm the clan leader <laughs> right and in my family we have these four principles and principle number one is reyes's do what they say principle number two is reyes's always tell the truth Principle number three is races never give up. And principles number four is love God with all your heart and all your mind. Love yourself and others the same way. So Ooh. those are the four principles. So if you think about what I just defined to you, if think about it, if, if you, how many people do you truly know that are, that, that, that are those type of people, right? Mm -hmm. That's a path. That's a very narrow path. It's a path, and I always say this, that path belongs to the few that are committed and the few that are obedient. Mm. 
So, wow. When you start to walk on that narrow path that belongs to the committed few and the obedient few, people like Ed and people like Brad and people like Andy Frisell are like, man, this dude's special. I like this guy. He's yeah. authentic. He does what he says he's going to do. I can trust him. I like the way, I, I like how he, he honors his wife, his children, his, his mother, his, his community. Who wouldn't want to be around that kind of person? Be, don't be a, become a person that people want to be around. Man. You get what I'm saying? Don't, don't become, don't, yeah, don't become like every, no, no, become a person that people, brother, and it has nothing to do with pride, nothing with ego. For me, it's, it's like, it's person. It's again, it's personal power. I don't measure people by their success. I don't measure people by their money. I measure people by their personal power and their personal power comes from how they, you know, how they treat themselves, mind, body, spirit, how they treat their family, how they honor their family, how they love their family, how they connect with their family, how they, how they take care of business, right? With integrity, with ethics, with core values and principles. Like that's where personal power comes from. Personal power and that that power can only come from the con the connection, being connected, right? Straight to wow. being a branch, being connected to the vine. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, wow. God gives you that power. God gives you that that obedient the obedience. God gives you that commitment. You know, and and when you're doing mm. that, bro, you just you 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 radiate. You you glow mm -hmm. differently. You walk differently, and then mm -hmm. you go from a place of a, a position of need. To a position of desire and abundance, I have operated in a position of need. Man, I need to be on the biggest stages. I need to be on the biggest podcast. I need to make this amount of money. I need for people to know who I am. That's need. Need comes from ego. Mm, wow. Pride and ego, right? Desire comes from soul. You see what I'm saying? Need is flesh. Desire is spiritual. Wow. So I made that shift of, I don't, I, I, hey, hey, bro, I don't, I don't, Grant Cardone, I don't need to do business with you. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And now, now, if our core values align mm -hmm. and my, my spirit desires to do business with you, then we'll do business. I don't need to do business with you. I don't mm -hmm. need to be on your stages, mm -hmm. right? And this is something that I would tell Grant. Mm -hmm. I don't give a shit if the guy's worth a billion dollars. I, I don't, I don't, you don't want to be in a position of need. Mm. Come wow. from a place of, of power, of, of, you know, of love, of joy, of harmony. That's what, that's the energy you give to me. And that's the reason, that's one of the biggest reasons, mm -hmm. two biggest reasons why we're on this podcast. One, you have supported me. Two, is I love your energy, bro. Mm. And I respect that because mm. I don't measure people by their success or the money they make. I measure people by their power, their energy. Wow. And it's something massive that we've talked about. Like I said, I go back to even just the first time because I've seen you on stage three, four times. Now. I went to your to your event, which was amazing, by the way. I'm looking freedom. forward to it this year. Yeah, freedom, man. Uh it's funny because it, I feel the same way. Even the first time I saw you, bro, it was that like, 
energy that I just felt it, man. And, and it's funny, you you actually gave me a shout out. I was sitting like right there in the front and you were like, man, it, like there was something, I don't know. And I'm big with connections and I feel like authentic, like that, that is probably uh, like, it, I've had a whole class on that for my mastermind because I, I feel like if you're not being authentic, nothing's going to work, right? Like it, it just won't. And people will catch up to it sooner or later. So like, all those principles, bro, the Reyes family principles are amazing. I got, I got them written down. I can't wait to share it with my family. Create your own brother. Yeah. Create your own. Seriously. And start, and start pouring into, we're out here pouring into the world. Something my, my wife told me um, three years ago, because I was already like, I was already pouring into thousands of people across the nation. Right. Praise God. Mm -hmm. And well, I was just obviously a vessel and God was using me to, to deliver and to pour and to, uh, to, to pour into other people and to educate. And my wife, one day here in the house, she's a very like emotional. And she just says, you know, Hey, when are you going to start pouring into your children? Ooh. You're wow. pouring into all these, these strangers. Like, do we got to pay you money wow. for you to pour into our, our, our daughters? Mm. I was like, what do you, what do you say to that, bro? <laughs> right. Like, wow, seriously, as a husband, what do you say to that, bro? Like, damn, babe. You're right. Hmm. Shift. You know what I'm saying? Wow. So now my number one goal is like, I'm going to pour into my children more than I pour into anybody else. And I'm going to say this, Carlos, like this just shows your authenticity because most people are scared to talk about the shack that they grew up at. Right. Like, uh, or with my story, like, man, I, I'm, I'm happy as hell sharing that. Uh, I grew up with no electricity, with no water. Like we had to you know what? figure it's out humility. the water. <laughs> it's brother, it's humility and, and, and authenticity comes from humility, bro. Mm -hmm. You know, like there, there's no, there's no pride. There's no ego. There's just love. There's just gr gratitude, man. And they want to uh, almost like, up you one right like when there's that uh there's no authenticity on their side and let's talk about that a little bit carlos uh what because with your success so we talked about the massive people that you're talking to but how was it leaving that gap of of uh associates i don't even want to say friends because uh what i've noticed in my personal journey is uh after i put my core values in place and i'm like you know what if they're crossing any of my core values, you're out. Like I'm not doing it anymore because I'm on to bigger things. I want to be the best version of me as a father, right? Like a husband and all that great stuff. Uh, so, and it's funny because whenever I've done that, then the financial things just grow like, oh, boom, here's a, a better house, right? Boom, here's a better, like it, th there's some alignment to that. And, and I feel like people need to respect themselves we need to respect ourselves in order for us to leave that gap otherwise it's that rubber band right that if you keep bouncing up that person is only going to bounce you back down so what have you done to fight that and and it's tough because it's pe a, a lot of times it's people that we love but you know what we got to love them from a distance right uh what are some actions you've taken and just uh some wisdom that you could give us with that my um uh... My, my, the way I see it, brother, is you know, so many people have a hard time detaching themselves, right? It's uncomfortable to detach from what you already know, which are your friends and all that. It's uncomfortable for many, but for me, you know, it's, it's like 
if you want to be, if, if, if you want to come, if you want to, if you want to eat on, at my table, right. You either grow with me or we grow apart. That's mm. just it. That's it. I don't, I don't have time for, I don't have time for the BS. I don't have time for the drama. I don't have time for the toxicity. Um, what is that old saying that, uh, you know, simple minds discuss people, right? Great minds discuss ideas, right? Like, what are mm -hmm. we, what are we shooting for here? What are we doing, man? Mm -hmm. I don't want, listen, bro. Like, I don't, I don't want to talk about your aunt and your cousin and your friend and how they're doing it. I don't give a shit. How does that yeah. serve me? How does that serve others? It doesn't. So, Hey, love, love you. Mm -hmm. And we either continue to grow or we grow apart. Mm -hmm. And then there's, you don't even have to, you don't have to make an announcement. Hey, I am no longer being your friend. No. Yeah. <laughs> it, it naturally begins to happen. When it's authentic, right? When it's real. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it naturally begins to happen. Wow. So, that's fire. Yeah. And and it's funny because people putting you down is just a, a sign of your increasing success at the end of the day. I've never had anybody that's doing great numbers look down on me and talk smack, right? Like, but the, it's the opposite. It's always above. Yeah. It's always yeah. above. So whenever someone is doing that to you, bro, whenever they're, they're throwing hate, shade, you know, jealousy, envy, just send them love. Mm -hmm. Hey, brother, uh, love you, man. God bless you. Love you. Just, mm -hmm. just love, love. And mm -hmm. Love, love, love is stronger than hate, bro. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. you, if you keep telling me you hate me and I keep telling you I love you, who do you think is going to win? <laughs> <laughs> it's like uh, you can't fight fire with fire, right? Like, uh, and and that that's literally what you just described right now. That's that's fire itself, man. We'll be right Before back. Before we continue, go subscribe to Billy the Kid YouTube. That is Billy, D-H-A-K-I-D. -E. Also, go follow Billy the Kid Music on Spotify. Pandora, Apple Music, and everywhere else. Music is available. And now, back to this great episode. Let's go. I'm popping out the two dough. We're number two foe. Hey. Feel like Kobe though. I'm winning. Need to do more. My mama sorry. College wasn't for me. Street smart. No degree. Just like Kobe. Self-made boss with a suit like a mogul. I'm the new era. You see it on my logo. And then I want to ask you this, bro. Give me your best piece of advice. And anybody listening out there, what's your best piece of advice that you could ever give somebody? Do what you say you're going to do. Mm. Do what you say you're going to do. Do what you say you're going to do. And, and just remember, right, how you do anything is how you do everything. How you do anything is how you do everything. Wow. Do what you say you're going to do. If you said you're going to get up and you're going to go to the gym at 630 in the morning, right? Because, bro, I did my calculations. I'm like, if I start working out at 6.30 in the morning instead of 8.15, I have an extra, um, uh, it was 3.25 hours a day. Watch this. You're going to, you're going to, you're going to freak out. 3.25 hours per day extra in my day that I just cleared or, or created, right? 3.25 hours a day times five. Let's just say I go to the gym five times, right? Times four, 65. So 3.25 times five is six. I have an extra 16 hours a week now. Mm. You multiply that times four, I have an extra 65 hours a month. And you multiply that. that times 12, right? 65 times 12, I have an extra 780 hours a year. Mm. And you divide that by 24 hours in a day, I have an extra 32 days that I just created in a 365 day calendar. 
And then just not because, to mention, Reyes, imagine that now for your whole lifetime. How many years does that oh, add up to year. that you're gonna that you're gonna live? <laughs> Multiply that. Let's just say that I live another 40, uh, 50, 50 years. Let's just mm -hmm. say fifty five years. That's an extra eighteen hundred days that I just created. And wow! Just, I, I I I literally manipulated time. Right? What's that divided by three sixty five? No, that that's. That's an extra one. Oh, yeah, 360. To see how many years. That's so an extra five, five years. years. Five wow. Years. That you just created to live. Wow. Woo. Let's you go. See, <laughs> just, because, just because I said I'm going to work out at this time, right? So if I do what you say you're going to do, I do that. Look what happens for the rest of my life. Mm -hmm. and, and more importantly, bro, what people don't understand is confidence, self-esteem, personal power, it, it can only come internally, not externally. And how do you create that internally? By doing what you said you're going to do. Because now whenever you say, you know what, I'm going to create a, I'm, I'm going to create a, a million dollar business. Your mind's not going to sit there and say, no, you're not. No, you're not. No, you're not. <laughs> yeah. Right. Because you've already trained it. Mm-hmm. You've already trained, like your mind's going to be like, all right, yeah, I guess he's right. He does everything he says he's going to do. You see what I'm saying? Wow. Yeah. I love that. Woo. And and it's funny, you, you mentioned something there uh, that's very, uh, it, it's huge because people want the external, right? They want the Carlos externally, the, the and even at the time with the cars and, you know, you've done it all already on stage, whatever but they don't know what it took to do the internal work. And, and mm -hmm. I feel like that, that, you know, it, 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 those of you who are listening guys, that's literally, if, if you have picked up anything, like that's like a sum up, like you, you need to work the, you do, you need to do the work internally. So the external will come out. So boom, fire, man. Uh, and I do have a question for you. Uh, what is happiness, Carlos? What is happiness? I think, I think happiness, brother, it's um, it's it's being fulfilled. Um, truly, you know, for, forget being fulfilled because that fulfillment is 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 more of a perspective, right? Um, feeling grateful, living in gratitude every day. I think that's real happiness. Mm. Wow, being grateful, living in gratitude every day. That's that is that is true happiness, and that has mm -hmm. nothing to do with money. I love that. And, and it reminds me, uh, I, I know I've said this on, on my podcast before of the, the billionaire that doesn't get out of bed until there's a tear of joy rolling down his cheek in the morning of gratitude. Just imagine how powerful that is. And I, I practice my thank God, right? Waking up, but that I, you don't get out of bed until there's a tear of joy rolling down your cheek. That's gratitude to the max. Um, with uh, another question I have for you is what is your 90 year old version of yourself excited about what is the 90 version of yourself proud of i'm ready to roll i'm i'm, I'm ready to, i'm ready to, i'm ready to go i'm uh, i'm on my deathbed mm -hmm. and uh i'm ready i'm ready i'm happy i'm happy i'm willing um, I'm not asking for more time. I'm not asking, uh, for, uh, I'm not asking, you know, I'm not, I'm not going over my regrets. I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready to go, man. I'm looking at, you know, I'm looking at my beautiful children. 
God willing, you know, if my wife is around and everybody's just holding my hand, everybody's just like, they're just so filled with love and joy, you know, and respect and honor. Literally, you know, I, I left the legacy. Wow. I left, I left, I left, gener I, I left. I left generational blue a blueprint for the gen next generation, the next generation, the next generation, the next generation. Mm. And I'm ready. I'm content, bro. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Like, wow, it's funny. I'm, I'm sitting here. Look at this. I'm sitting here just doing this. Like I'm naturally, I'm already imagining myself just laying in the bed, literally just grabbing people's hands. Wow. And imagine how much work that takes. It's not easy to picture yourself. And those of you who are listening, like it's not easy to picture yourself in that scenario, but I'm it does I'm become. Ready, I'm ready to roll. And, I, 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 man, I gave it everything I had, and and mm -hmm. I'm so happy. I, I and that's why. My, I live my why. life the way God wanted me to live my life. Mm -hmm. And that is why it's easier for you to do that, man. Wow, that whoo, gave me chills, brother. Uh as much as I hate to wrap it up, Carlos, because like, I I could literally <laughs> talk about this all day man you you, you know it, it's you, funny brother. our thing is like uncomfortable conversations uh and and it's conversations that everybody should have with the family with the people around and and that's what this show is all about is uncomfortable conversations i wrote a book called the power of being uncomfortable and because of that book i have a question for you is out of the many ways what is one way that comes to your head that you got uncomfortable that paid off that i became uncomfortable mm-hmm um, not, not settling, you know, not settling like in, not in a, not settling in a healthy way. Right. Like instead of focusing on the money, focus on, focus on being creative, focus on building, focus on follow through, right. Focus on implementation and execution. You know, when you, where, where you, you know, how, when you come from a place like you and I come from, I could have stopped a long time ago, mm -hmm. but why don't I? Is it because I want more money? No, I just want to build more shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I yeah. Want, right. I want to build more. And I, I truly believe you, you start dying when, when you are not fulfilling. If you're not right? growing, you're dying. If you're mm -hmm. not evolving, you're dissolving. And, and for me, it's like, okay, cool. I built these things. I want to challenge. I want to internally challenge myself to build this. And then after that, it might, you know, like Elon Musk, I don't know what he built before PayPal, but after PayPal, he built Tesla. And after Tesla, he built SpaceX. You see, like you just keep, you know, you and, and that's, that's God willing. That's the path that I want to take is I want to build, I want to exit. I want to, you know, I want to evolve. I want to create, I want to build, I want to exit. And then mm -hmm. it's like, I just want to do that, you know, if, if without obviously compromising my health and, and my, and mm -hmm. my family, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's yeah. like, uh, create a job to quit it. Right. <laughs> I love that. Yes, um, sir. and what is, if you were to look at your younger self, Carlos, uh, what is one piece of advice you would give yourself right now to that kid? Start sooner, man. Start sooner. Um, everything else can wait. Mm. The partying, the women, the alcohol, it can all wait. Wow. Like, I love that. Like dial it in, be laser focused, start now, start sooner. Um, because you're going to have to do it anyway. Mm -hmm. Do it now. Get ahead. Wow. I love yeah. that. And so the Million Dollar Hustle, we talked about it, right? It's like habits. And it's actually like a book that I'm going to do in the future. Uh, 
what are three and I'm going to ask you this question basically based off of that is if you do these three things, Carlos, if you were to tell somebody, what are three things that you have to do and you are guaranteed success, you're not going to fail? What are those three steps? One is take care of yourself, mind, body, spirit, right? Take care of yourself. That should be the first thing you do in the morning, because if you take care of yourself, everything else will be taken care of and energy exceeds everything. You have the energy to take care of everything. You have the energy to show up for your businesses. You have the energy to show up for your, for your family, right? So take care of yourself, number one, right? Uh, number two is starve your starve all distractions. Starve all the distractions. Brother, all the noise, all the things that don't serve you, that don't serve you know, your North Star, right? Your North Star is your vision, where you're headed, what you want for yourself and your family, if it doesn't serve you, get rid of it. Start the distractions. Mm. And then number three is get around the right people, right? Uh, follow, consume the people that you want to model after. Wow. I, I don't think you can fail after those three things, man. And, and by the way, that's the first mm -hmm. time someone's ever asked me, asked me, and I don't even know if that's the right question, but that's what I'm, that's what I'm saying from the heart. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, for sure, man. Those three steps right there, uh, uh, I every like this episode, guys, those of you who are listening, like if you take all this, literally, it's a blueprint and you'd be dumb if you <laughs> if you don't take it to that next level, man. So that. Wow. Yes, and by the if way, you got to you got to you got to send me this because I'm going to review this podcast because this is what how it is, brother. Like when you know, it's like when God speaks, right, when 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 God speaks, it's like you just you just flow. Right. Mm -hmm. I've only written two pages of this podcast, but when you send it to me, I'm actually going to sit down and I'm going to review everything that we spoke about. And then I'm going to, because I can't even tell you what I, you, you see what I'm saying. Same. It's, yeah. It's wow. I, we're in flow, right? Yes. We're in flow. So we don't sit there, get, send me this back. I'm also going to email it obviously to my community and, uh, and blast it out. And I think people are going to really be served by this podcast, mm -hmm. man. Thank you, bro. That that's, uh, fire and it's funny you say that because i literally bro i'm looking forward to re-listening into it myself and and really focus too. on <laughs> you've been dropping fire after fire man uh thank you brother it, one book right now this second uh if you were to write a book this second right here right now with uh just the conversations and everything what is the theme and title of that book that comes to your head right away i don't you know i've been thinking about that man it could be something like um, you know, something like, uh, you know, the American dream, the American dream isn't dead. Uh, the American dream is still alive. Immigrants edge, right? I don't even like, I wrote that down. Immigrants edge, the immig the immigrants edge, right? Like that's actually a pretty cool title, you know, like, mm -hmm. I don't know. I, I like you know, the immigrant mentality too. It's like that. Yeah. 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 So I gotta, I gotta get, I'm gonna, I think, you know what? I might make it a goal this year, no later than next year to, to write a, a book or two, get with the right people, you know? Mm -hmm. um, yeah. And like try to really blow it out, you know, blow it out there uh, because I think it's time. I have enough now. Mm -hmm. um, I have enough, you know, that's the other thing. Some of the biggest pieces of advice that I can give anybody, man, is, you know, people ask me like, man, you know, I've never, I've never, I've never um, taken like speaker training. I've, I've never had speaker coaches. Right. And people are like, man, hey, you're 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 a pretty good speaker. You know, you're a pretty good speaker on stage. I would and have never guessed, by the way. Never, bro. Wow. Never, never. So I tell them, I say, hey, uh, 
there's three principles when it comes to public speaking, right? Everybody always talks about the the strategies and the X's and the O's and stuff. And, and, and bro, there's there is some very um, uh, strategic, polished speakers out there, right? They 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 know like even when I, see why even like Ed does that. I do that naturally. You know, what I mean, um, one allow God to to take over, right? Give God the platform. Number two is speak from your heart. And number three is speak from experience. That's it. Wow. Outside of those three principles, you you can't you 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 can't go wrong. You know what wow. I'm saying? Everybody thinks it's uh publicly speaking, public speaking is so so difficult. And no, bro, give God the platform, <laughs> right? Um I, I don't remember at MenaceCon, I spoke right after Ed Milet, right? Mm-hmm. Right after Ed Milet. Just think about that for a second, bro. Put yourself in my shoes, right? Can you imagine? All right, Ed Milet's getting off the stage, and now Billy's going on. Wow. Billy is speaking after Ed Milet. What what do you think of that? You delivered, bro. Praise God. But remember in the middle, it, it was like a couple minutes in, I said, wait a minute. I said, I haven't given God the platform. Mm Mm-hmm. And then I gave God the platform and then everything changed. Wow. Everything changed. Once you give God the platform, bro. Makes, makes so much sense, bro. Why? Just to give you your flowers, man. Just, uh, how great you deliver every time, brother. And, and literally I'm like looking forward every time you're, you're on the, on the list, man. I'm always looking for it. Like, man, I, and, and it's so funny, Carlos, cause you, you deliver like literally you could kill it on real estate. You could like any segment, you could just kill it, bro. And and again, I just want to give you your flowers. Uh, Thank you, brother. Those three steps, man. It, you know, it's definitely something uh, I definitely want to get into myself in the future. So with those three, I'm going to build it around those three steps that you just gave me, man, because that's uh, powerful. Uh, you, call it uh, like the, uh, that being authentic, like literally those three things. Wow. Um, and then the basic question I want to ask you is uh, where can people find you? Those uh, who are listening, who might not be following you yet, where can people follow you at? I think the simplest thing, and I don't know what's going on. I think I've been maybe shadow banned or something. Cause sometimes when you post things, bro, I'll have a, I'll have a story that gets like 13, 15, 17,000 views. And then I'll have a story that gets 3000 views. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what's going on with Instagram. And then I'll have a reel that will get, you know, uh, what was one of the re- 95,000 views, 159,000 views, 19,000 views, 13,000 views. It's just all over the place. Right. Mm-hmm. So anyway, whatever. Um, but yeah, that's where Carlos Ray is on Instagram right there. Boom. Yeah. Boom. And then do you have this a website brother? Uh, those of you who are looking forward to, uh, yeah. the all in nation.com, all in, all in nation.com. Awesome. Fire, man. Well, I want to thank bro, I you, bro. You. I hope to see you again, uh, God willing, soon, brother. And um, yeah, you know, um, man, keep me posted. Um, and and uh, yeah, we'd love to we'd love to see you soon, bro. Yeah, no, for sure, man. I, I want to thank you for your time. Whether it's at, yeah, at Freedom or one of the events in your area mm-hmm. or whatever. Well, I, I know God's going to continue to put us in in, in each other's mm-hmm. path, bro. So, Amen. Love I it, man. You, bro. Same here, brother. Uh, thank you for your time, man. Uh, those of you who are listening, make sure you guys follow Carlos Reyes. Wherever you're listening in this, please screen- screenshot it and then just tag us so that way we could reshare it and spread the love, man. Uh, this has been amazing, Carlos. 
is there anything else that you want to say before we head out? Just want to tell you personally, man, keep up the, keep up the good work, you know, honor yourself, honor your wife, honor your children, honor your business, more importantly, honor God. And, um, you know, seek his kingdom first and all every, everything will be given to you. Mm. Love it, man. Thank you. Thank you. And again, thank you, brother. This has been amazing. Uh, make sure you guys subscribe guys. Those of you who are listening, and give us that five-star review if you truly feel like it was a five-star show, which uh, I think is a 10 for me personally. Uh, but other than that, guys, I'll see you on the next one. Vamanos. And some don't like that. They hate that they see you smile. As if I haven't been hustling, it's been a while. Gotta put in the work if you want to shine. I want it all and I'm coming for what's mine. Some call me greedy. Bitch, I call it ambition. Some call me selfish. Bitch, I call Call it motivation, different levels of thinking, and we both right. But, but, but my mindset is on growth with the future bright. Those minded people mad at me that I'm speaking facts, or maybe could it be that I'm getting racks? Open your mind, gotta open it to receive. I'm always ten toes for what I believe. Those minded people mad at me that I'm speaking facts.